Kathy Zipp, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast with Chimp Power Systems America. The IHS PV Inverter Customer Insight Survey revealed a growing acceptance of Chinese inverters in recent years. So to help shed some light into why more solar contractors are choosing Chinese inverters, we're speaking with Ed Hecox of CPS. So Ed, great to have you here. Thank you very much, Kathy. Great to talk to you again. You're right. We introduced these inverters for CPS into America in 2012. It was an amazing journey we've been on. And at that time, no one wanted another inverter company. And the last thing anyone wanted in North America was another inverter company from China. If you remember, 2012 was an election year, and Obama and Romney were competing on who could bash China harder. And Solar Power World was hot and heavy on the tariff agenda. It was a challenging period for us to introduce a Chinese inverter company. We actually had a little bit of fun with it. Chint Power is kind of an interesting name to bring to North America. So we actually ran an ad that said, with a name like Chint, we better be good. And people <laughs> noticed that. People laughed. So we embraced our reality and made it a strength. So it sounds like your experience was right in line with the survey then because survey goes back to 2013, so very close to the time that you're talking about. So starting to look at the survey, IHS reported that in its survey, more than half, 58% of buyers noted that Chinese inverters offered acceptable levels of quality compared with just 30% in 2013. So that's quite a difference. And you said you have encountered some of the hesitation, especially when you first started, about the quality of Chinese inverters from your potential customers. There's definitely a perception in America for quality from China or from Asia in general. And maybe you could think of an analogy, say, how the Japanese automakers came into North America. At first, it was a little rough, but they proved themselves. So we faced that kind of nationalism in the USA. Political environment was really tough. The solar industry itself was pretty tough on China. But our focus was to make sure we had a very compelling value proposition. And we were successful at that. Chint Power was declared number two supplier of three-phase string inverters to North America in 2014 by GTM Research. We do think we're number one market share now in North America. We've been working really hard on that. But the perception about quality, and not just quality, out-of-the-box quality, but also reliability, which is really critical for solar for a long life, that sensitivity is real. It's actually universal across the inverter business, a universal challenge for every supplier, no matter where they're from. We definitely had to overcome a concern, a perception, and just a lack of knowledge about the strength of China. And we educated the market. We did a lot of work to make sure the products were robust and that our team was robust. So we invested heavily in that. And I guess if you think about maybe why is the perception a little bit tough in North America on China, you can think about, of course, the political dynamic and nationalism and jobs in the U.S. But if you've ever purchased a bicycle from Walmart, they just don't last. And we know where they come from. But you have to ask yourself the question, is that bicycle having a short life and relatively low quality because of how it's produced in China? Or is that because of Walmart? That's a really uh, good point. <laughs> yeah, I think for sure, Walmart is optimizing around low cost, short life cycle, you know, a low cost for the consumer. 
in these industrial high-performance products that require up to, say, a 20-year field life in a very tough environment, these sophisticated products, the inverters, are a completely different animal requiring a lot more sophistication. And so we focused on that to make sure we have a good experience and educate the customer on what is done to ensure that. That makes a lot of sense. Those are really good points about our perception of things that do come from China, which is a lot of different things, but it's not always comparable. And I know that the report, one reason that the survey stated was that in the past, customers have been concerned that the Chinese suppliers offer inadequate technical support and the after-sales service. So they are discovering that this is not the case. And kind of, as you said, do you think this comes from a misconception of dealing with the technical support in other industries, such as sometimes you're calling about consumer electronics, your phone, or different software on your computer, and you're speaking with someone overseas, and sometimes it's frustrating. Do you think that is part of the issue? That could be part of the perception, but the inverter industry for any company, no matter where they're from, is very, very challenging. So no matter where the inverter company is based, the local field support, local technical support, localization and optimization of the products for the local markets, all very critical. That would be true for any of the suppliers that are coming into North America from Asia. For Chin Power in particular, we emphasize this very early on, and Chin's done a good job of making the investment in local support. For example, we've got about four times the number of people focused on technical support and field service as we do salespeople. So we don't have a large team, but the percentage of the team focused on supporting the customers locally is very high. And actually, I was asked a question yesterday, and I never really thought about this, but someone asked, hey, how many of the people in your team are from China? And I just realized, actually, no one on our local team is from China. We have people of every color and from all parts of the world, Europe, Asia, and North America. But it turns out we just happen to not have anyone from China here in the local support team. All support is done locally for Chint Power. So the way we handle that is a couple of things. We have 800 or 855 hotline, single phone number that anyone can call for anything for Chint Power Systems North America. And we definitely do our best to answer that. I don't know our percent, but we really do try to answer that phone so that someone calling in gets a person here locally in North America. The other thing we do is we make sure we integrate our technical support people with the sales cycle with the customer so that basically by the time a customer has a field experience, a delivery of a product, they already have a first name basis relationship with the field service support person that would actually work with them in the field. And as I mentioned, we focus on the whole life cycle. So we have our applications people working on kind of pre-sell design, design optimization and, and support at that time, hand in hand with customers, all local people here in North America. And then by the time we ship the customer has someone that they can work with, and we are often in the field participating in the installation or at least the preliminary turn-on period for these inverters. And then sometimes we actually do a formal commissioning process with the customers. But we make sure there's a first-name relationship between the customer and the field service person covering their area. And then, of course, in the life cycle of the inverter, if anything ever comes up that is an issue in the field, the customer knows who to call. They already have the relationship, direct line-to-line communication instantly. So going back to what you were talking about at the beginning, 
about the measures that Chit has taken to address the hesitation about using Chinese averters. You said you did some ad work and some education. So can you talk a little bit more about what Chin's process was and did you notice more potential customers are more accepting now and sales are maybe a little bit easier? We've gone through a journey of awareness and currently broad acceptance, actually very little resistance to us as a Chinese company. But of course, we are not just Chinese, we're a global company now and are competing on every single project to win and make sure we offer the best value proposition. Initially, and we still think of it this way, although we don't feel like SMA is necessarily our primary competitor anymore. But when we started, we always knew we had to be better than SMA. Back in 2012 and 13, they were the dominant lead supplier, best products, high reliability. You know, They had everything, right? So we always thought of ourselves as kind of an underdog breaking in and needed to be better than SMA. And if you think about it, when customers here in North America have their selection choices of inverters, why would they ever pick CPS over incumbent companies like SMA if we were not better? So we knew we had to jump higher, run faster, have better products. So the focus we had started with products and making sure the products are very robust, doing things like testing to fail, making the products break in the development process, not just test to pass, not just trying to achieve a UL certification and that would be good enough. We had to make the products very robust. And as we launched the products a few years ago, we had to make them better. And an example of continuous improvement mindset is our 1,000-volt product, which is the most popular product here for three-phase string in North America now. We've already gone through our fifth iteration of the wire box. So what we did is we iterated, learned, and improved very quickly. And our customers saw that, and they were amazed. Some companies can't even do one iteration in one year, but we were on our fifth generation. The other is innovate on the product line. So one typical mistake of Asian-based company trying to break in this market is just chasing, say, the SMA spec. Chase the spec, meet the spec. But that is not the approach we had. We always knew we had to innovate, make a better overall solution for the customer, which means a better inverter, but even a smarter inverter in terms of how it fits within the architecture of the system. Another thing we focus on is speed. Speed is a very strong competitive weapon, and we see speed of response, speed of support as part of fulfilling our value proposition. And we needed to show customers that we really could execute and we meant it when we we were selling our value proposition. So as customers experienced that, they really appreciated it. In general, the inverter companies are not able to support customers well. So actually, our focus on that really helped us. Another thing we did is we embraced our reality. And we could have chosen to try to be something different. But in fact, we explained to customers how this is a strength, especially in the, the leverage of supply chain and power electronics in China. is extremely robust, very good cost base, very high performance. So we told the Chint story. It's a $5 billion multi-divisional energy industrial company. We, we laughingly and lightheartedly described Chint as the GE of Asia. That resonated with customers. People said, okay, I kind of get it. But Kathy, at the end of the day, the way we overcame the initial hesitation is we executed. And that's the hardest of all of the things I mentioned here is just simply executing for the customer, total focus on that. 
making sure that our value proposition is fulfilled for customers and that we execute it in a way that the customers really got value from us as suppliers. That's a really great story. I thank you for sharing that. Just for any business, I think that focusing on things like the customer first and making sure they have the resources and the quality of the product, that's all, like you said, it sounds very basic, but I know it's hard to execute and get that all right. So really cool to hear about how you've grown since 2012. During that, you did discuss price a little bit, and I know that the report noted the growing acceptance of these lower-cost Chinese suppliers, and that's contributing to price pressure on the industry. So how does Chint feel about this, and how do you deal with price without jeopardizing quality? Great question and common perception that we're going to be able to drive the cost down. And it's true. We are able to lower the cost because fundamentally our cost is lower. So the important thing for customers and the market to think about is, well, how is it that China or Asian-based suppliers are able to get the cost down relative to, say, incumbents that may be rooted in America or in Europe? So it's very important to ask that question and for our customers to evaluate suppliers on that basis. We're not worried about cost pressure because we've got what we think is the best cost base in Asia. And the cost base for inverters comes from the supply chain. 80 to 90% of the cost of an inverter is related to the supply chain. That is the components and the flow of components into operations that are converted into finished goods that get to, say, North America. So with the supply chain of a large multidivisional company like Chint, we have a very good leverage to get low cost from good suppliers. And we have excellent ability to localize those suppliers because the dominant supplier region for power electronics of all kinds is in China. So we see ourselves actually as having a responsibility, an important responsibility as the first successful Chinese headquartered company to break into the U.S. North American business. We see a lot of responsibility to perform well because we're opening the doors to other Asian-based companies, which will lower the cost of inverters and be good for the industry. Another key point to think about is how is it that Asia is able to achieve the lower cost? Supply chain is one thing because of local supply base. Co-location of manufacturing and engineering and the supply base is another factor for a tight supply chain. Another huge factor is getting economies of scale of the procurement and the manufacturing of these inverters. So, the U.S. is getting the benefit now of over 7 gigawatts of three-phase string inverters made in China for China. So, for example, with Chint, we're participating in that huge market. And the scale economies we get are transferred into the UL products. And there's a lot of leverage between the UL and IEC inverters. So we can bring that cost base to North America we are embracing the opportunity to drive the cost down while making smarter products, which will make not only the inverter cost go down, but the overall installed cost go down. We've got 25-year roots in China, strong, large supply base and leverage of procurement, and that's how we're able to get a good cost base and why we think we're in good position long-term to improve costs over time for North American customers. Very interesting, Ed. Really cool to hear your experience and, and how Chint has grown, like I said. And I really learned a lot, and I think that our listeners did too. So really, thank you so much for all your insight and sharing Chint Power's journey with us. 
You're welcome. Thank you very much, Kathy. Appreciate the time. I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for tuning in.